Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. And we just keep on trucking with our mini podcasts as we look at all the different positions here that Steelers are going to be considering um, in the NFL draft, which comes up here in just a few more days now. So um, today we move to the all-important inside linebackers and uh, – <laughs> We know that you guys are very, very interested in this because it's definitely a position of need, and it is definitely um, easily the most talked about spot uh, on, on social media and stuff when it comes to talking about the Steelers and who they're going to draft and everything else. And um, hopefully we'll give you some clarity tonight. It it, it might not be the stuff you want to hear, but um, we're going to give you our honest opinions, as we always do. And uh, to help me out is uh, Chris, our SCB draft guru, and Chris, how are things going this evening? Oh, pretty well, pretty well. Excellent. I assume you have a uh, caffeinated beverage with you this evening. No, I had no. a drink earlier when I was climbing. Oh my gosh! So, oh yeah, man. It's a, oh, okay. it's crazy. You are you are a climbing fool. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see you get outside and do some of that climbing. And you know, now do they have like wild animals in the interior in the indoor rock wild? rock wall because i would think you know that's something you might run into out in the uh, in the real world right unless you consider my roommate and brother wild animals it's, it's no <laughs> but uh <laughs> hey, you know you never know when you're gonna reach for a a nice spot and all of a sudden a, a venomous snake sticks its head out or something <sighs> you know I, i've seen way too many movies chris but uh, <laughs> uh be that as it may let's talk inside linebackers that's what people are here for um, and, and let's just start it off. Let, let's get it out of the way. Devin White, Devin Bush are your top two guys. Um, and give me why these guys are the tops, because really after them, there's a pretty significant drop. Um, and, and just just lay it out. What, what's special about both of these guys? It's the athleticism. It's the uh, leadership. It's the ability to um, cover. It's the ability to um, stop the run and also – uh, do a little rushing of the passer as well. I mean, just sideline to sideline speed is there. Yeah. Uh, the football IQ, you know, they're uh, you know they bring a lot to the table, which which you really look for um, in your linebackers. Just the you know the one thing that they both really kind of lack in is is turning the ball over, um, yeah. but you expect that to um, resolve itself uh, as they they're not going to be blitzing as much in the NFL. So um, expect those numbers to go up. Um, a little bit. So, uh, you know, those guys are your, are your definite top guys. They're going to be, they're, you know, probably top 20 guys. Uh, Devin White's probably top 10. Um, and then after that, it's a, it's a drop off and it's uh it's a steep one. It, it is. And, and, you know, just real quick, I, I did our profile of Bush. He was the very first guy I did probably going back to February. And I, at the time I really had him as a late one, early two. And and my reasoning for that was because when I watched him, I was concerned about him getting caught in the wash. And, and what that means is, you know, at, at the college level, the big time college level where he played at Michigan. Okay. You're, you're dealing with some, some big human beings, um, but now when you get into the NFL, you're not only dealing with big athletic human beings, you're also dealing with guys that are smart. 
and know about angles and everything. And I just was really, really concerned with his ability to get off blocks when those tackles and guards come out and latch on um, because I know he can run. I know he can go sideline to sideline. I know he can do just about everything. He's a great tackler. He does all that. That was my concern. And then, of course, he went to the combine um, and, and had an amazing combine. His stats, you know, his numbers went off the charts. And and now, all that said, would I love to see him in Pittsburgh? Absolutely. Um, and I, I think we both agree Devin White doesn't have a sniff. I, I think if he gets past five, we'd probably be surprised at Tampa. Um, but, but Bush, you know, I, is there a chance? Maybe I, I just don't see him getting to us. I don't even know that he gets into the teams to make it interesting for us to trade for him. I mean, do, do you, Chris, do you think there's a chance we're going to be able to get him? You know, it's, it's, it's really tough. Cause you don't know the yeah. plan of other teams, but right. do we really think we were going to get, honestly, if we can put this in perspective real quick, do we right. think we were going to get a, a shot at Dupree? No, because in mock drafts, he was going top eight um, leading up to the draft. Right. Uh, David, David DeCastro, another guy, didn't think that we had a sniff at him and he fell right into our laps. Uh, TJ Watt, there was a, was a little speculative. Some speculation on if he was mm-hmm. even a first round talent, but you know, going into the draft, he wasn't getting past Packers at sixteen. Um, so you you have to kind of go um, go and look at you know other teams' needs and really just make your best guess. Um, but there's so many teams in front of the Steelers where you know we discussed this yesterday. It's wh- where does he have? Where does Bush have to get past to really say, okay, now is the time to just go to just you know. Take a stab at it, and um, and we discussed. I think it was a twelve or thirteen where, um, yeah, that's the time where the, yeah, the, uh, the value is would be good. You know, the benefit would out, outdo the the cost. So, um, it's a it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough sliding if we don't get Bush. It's uh, going to be, uh, you know, I have no clue. If it's not Bush, I have no clue where they're going to go in that position. Yeah, and and I. You know, the old Bill Cowher saying is that I don't really start or we don't really start thinking um, uh, about a trade until we're 10 or less spots away. And and so, yeah, if he does get into those teams, but then you got to, as you mentioned, you got to start talking about cost. Um, you're going to give up your, your pick at 20. You're probably going to give up your first third round pick and, and maybe two mid round picks, you know, to do that. Is it going to be worth it? Um, you know, so... I think that's what you have to decide. Obviously, I think if he drops into 15, 16, I don't have any problem going to get him at that point. Um, and, and, you know, just, just my opinion. But as we talked about, Chris, there is a big drop-off after those two guys. Um, what what are we talking here? Are we Is this where we're getting into the Mac Wilson territory? What Who, who are we talking about here uh, that, that probably isn't available until – late second third round type type value yeah um you're getting into mac wilson he's he's probably your definite number three um i really like blake cashman i know eli really likes blake cashman um according to you know what i've read and what Mm -hmm. i can find the nfl is a little bit lower on him um than we are and uh, we is and me and uh or eli and i right Um, so you have mac wilson cashman um Jermaine Pratt has been a name that's been thrown around, um, uh, converted safety from NC State. Uh, you're looking at Gary Johnson. Uh, he's a guy that I can see us taking a, a fourth-round pick on. But um, like I said, 
before with the you know what I've read is that he is um, he, he's someone who might not even get drafted. I'm not really sure why. Um, oh. I, you know, I wasn't really getting any explanation on it, but, um, then you get in the, you know, Terrell Hanks, maybe, um, Voshan, uh, Voshan, Voshan Joseph, yep. um, Bobby or, or Kurake, um, Khalil Hodge is a guy I like who didn't test very well, but, um, there's a, there, there's a few guys where you have to really take a look at and see if it's, uh, if it's going to be worth it or not. And if not, we might not for the second year have a linebacker taken. People have to be, um, you know, cognizant of that. Um, they didn't last year, and we had um, uh, Bostic there playing the Mac. I think Barron will be better than him. So, can you? How can you say we're going to take a linebacker when we have a better situation this year than last year? Uh, we also brought in uh, Ben Burke, Irvin, um, mm-hmm. rangy guy from uh, from Washington. Uh, David Long, he, a local visit from West Virginia. He's he's athletic as well. Um, and also Quincy Williams from Murray State came in for a visit. I don't know much about him, so I'm not going to try and um, act like I do. So, um, like I said that, before, I have yeah. no clue what is going to it, happen. It, it seems to me that there, you know, there's this level of guys who are pretty decent linebackers, but they're just not the the type of guy that you that the Steelers need. Okay, and, and in other words, I would look at a guy like Trey Lamar. You know, I, I, Lamar is is a good leader. He's a good tackler, uh, all these things, but he's really just a two-down guy. He's not going to do anything for you in, in that one specific area that the Steelers desperately need, and that's a guy that can cover. And, and I just – am I wrong in that? Do I see a lot of guys like that uh, in this draft? No, yeah, th- there is a lot of guys like that. There's, there's a – you know, there's a, a handful of guys who are just really raw, but just really damn athletic and really fast and running yeah. these four fives. And then there's some of these guys who are better football players, but they're running four sevens, four eight. Um, you kind of have to pick your poison and see uh, what's best for your team. Right now, we need a guy who can cover uh, for sure. It, yeah, and that's and that's where I'm at. And and you know, and I, I I'm I'm reminded a lot of times that you know the team did sign Mark Barron. Um, and I, I think that it's expected that he's going to step right in there and, and probably play alongside of, uh, of Vince Williams and stuff. But, you know, that doesn't mean you don't <laughs> draft a guy. And, and again, I, I would caution Steelers fans a little bit too. You know, don't fall into that trap right away that, oh, geez, here we go again. They're not drafting a linebacker. And there's, you know, player A or player B sitting there at 20. Um, the Steelers are going to stick to what the Steelers always do. They, they, they have guys rated, they stick to their, their board that they create. And um, they're, they're going to get a guy that they feel that is the best player there that, that they really truly want and need. And uh, you know, what, what us talking heads suggest doesn't always come to fruition. And I think last year was, was probably a pretty good example of that uh, because I don't think anybody saw Terrell Edmonds coming. Um a couple of Notre Dame guys uh, here, um, Chris, uh, Tavon Coney, Drew Tranquil. Um, either of these two guys, because Pittsburgh likes Notre Dame guys. They they go there every year. Uh, I mean, are either of these two guys on, on the horizon at all? Uh, I, I like Coney. Um, I think that he offers something on tape that is different from what he tested, which is pretty tough to, to deal with, but um, you're not super athletic on tape, but at the same time he was hanging uh, in coverage. Right. Um, he, he was very good and instinctive against the run. I mean, um, 
a guy slip the box really quick, blocks really quick because he was getting to the gap gap quicker because he's reading the play quicker. I mean, uh, that, that's, t- that's you can't teach that um, no. into these guys. So um, I like that with him. Uh, I think that uh, since he didn't test very well, he might not be um, a guy until early day three, maybe. Uh, and you got Drew Tranquil who's rising up boards because of how athletic he is and what he tested mm-hmm. at. Um, a guy who you can mold kind of what into what you want. Um, if we do double dip into the um, inside linebacker position, um, I think you're going to look at a little more polished guy who's going to be in coverage, and then your second guy is going to be somebody who's just uh, a speedster um, who can be, uh, be someone on special teams and who can yeah. end up earning their way like Vince Williams did. He earned his way into a starting role. And, and and one other guy that I, I'm pretty sure you profiled, um, kid out of Akron with one of my favorite names, uh, Ulysses Gilbert the Third. Um, is he that type of guy that you're talking about there that that maybe gets drafted late if you double up on the position? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he had a he ran a forty in a sub four four. Um, yeah, he's a very very rangy. He he makes a lot of tackles, but at the same time, he misses a lot as well. He needs to learn yeah. how to. Uh, I mean, it's almost the same issue as here, where he was overrun or his tackling form was not the best. But um, you know, team captain there, uh, play, he never missed a collegiate game in his career. Wow, uh, you, you really like those things about him. Um, they were at his pro day. Uh, they sent a, a scout to his pro day, talked to him after, mm-hmm. uh, came in came in for a visit, I believe. Did he? Uh, Oh, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. April fourth. Um, as we kind of wind things down here with with the inside backers, um, one of the the other things here too that I, I just I kind of think about these things as we're doing these shows and and um, things just just pop into my head here a little bit. Um, if if the quarterbacks go off the board, and I and I'm kind of of the mind that four, I think four quarterbacks are going probably before we pick at 20. Um, I, I think there's going to be the obvious and Murray and Haskins. And then I think there's going to be a couple of uh, reaches, if you will, maybe for Locke, maybe for Jones. Um, th- does that help push those linebackers or is it actually maybe helping push other guys uh, down the board, you know, maybe like a cornerback or or something like that? Yeah, you'll, you'll definitely see some, some guys slide because of, positions that we don't exactly need uh, getting taken. I think uh, offensive line and quarterback uh, uh, are going to be taken. There's going to be um, probably one or two tight ends taken before us too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there could be some real value at pick 20 uh, if we don't end up trading up. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's, I, I'm just fascinated by this draft because I, I think there's so many angles that we can take, but you know, again, I guess if there was uh, uh, any, any sort of, uh, of a summation here, Steeler nation, it's that do not bank on uh, either of those two guys coming to Pittsburgh as of right now. I'm not, I never say never, but just the way things look right now, it's, it's not looking good. So um, they're both just too highly rated and highly thought of, and uh, there's too many teams above us that need linebackers. So we're going to wrap this one up, and uh, our, our next one will be on the safety position, which is also a very intriguing spot, possible uh, area of need for the Steelers. So for Chris, this is Steel Dad signing off on the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. And hey, go Steelers.